Welcome back to the One Play Sports Podcast. My name is David Hevener, and I'm the host of the show. Today, I'm going to have on one of my good friends, Casey Wisher, who I had on a previous episode. Today, we are going to recap the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs and some of the predictions that we made back in August at the beginning of the playoffs. She is a media personality in Tampa, Florida, so I'm going to talk to her to find out about what the vibe is like in Tampa right now because the Lightning just won their second Stanley Cup in franchise history. But before we get to that conversation, I briefly want to talk about what happened in the sports world these past two weeks. The Lakers currently have a 2-0 series lead on the Miami Heat. The Lakers ended up getting to the finals by beating the Denver Nuggets in five games in the Western Conference Finals. And the Miami Heat ended up taking care of the Boston Celtics in six games in the Eastern Conference Finals. The Heat, who were underdogs when fully healthy, were without starters Goran Dragic and Bam Adebayo for Game 2. The Lakers have won both of their first two games in the finals by double digits. The Heat are playing relatively well and are putting up a good fight, but it seems like LeBron and AD and the rest of the Lakers squad are going to be too much for the Heat. Game 3 is scheduled for Sunday night. As I've already mentioned, the Tampa Bay Lightning won their second Stanley Cup in franchise history this past week. The Lightning bested the Dallas Stars in a six-game series in the Stanley Cup final. Lightning defenseman Victor Hedman ended up getting the Colin Smythe Trophy, for those of you who don't know, which is the MVP trophy for the playoffs. The division series is about to start in the MLB, which will start the bubble atmosphere that will continue for the rest of the playoffs. In the American League, the Tampa Bay Rays are going to go up against the New York Yankees, and the Houston Astros are going to go up against the Oakland Athletics. And in the National League, the LA Dodgers are going to go up against the San Diego Padres. And the Atlanta Braves are going to go up against the Miami Marlins. All of those series are going to make for some great baseball. All of those series are division rivals going up against each other that don't like each other. The Astros and Athletics had a brawl earlier this year. The Yankees and Rays don't like each other. And the Dodgers and Padres have a big Southern California rivalry that will play out to make some great baseball. The NFL heads into week four of action this week. The game between the Patriots and the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs has been postponed to either Monday or even Tuesday after Patriots QB Cam Newton tested positive for COVID-19 on Saturday. The Titans and Steelers game that was also scheduled for Sunday was postponed due to multiple Titans players and members of the organization testing positive for COVID-19. That game will be played later on in October. That's a brief update as to what's been going on in the sports world this past week. Now let's get into the conversation with Casey Wishart.
Today's guest is someone that I've had on the show before. She is a good friend of mine and a super fan of the Tampa Bay Lightning. I wanted to have her on the show to talk about the vibes about what's going on in Tampa Bay right now after the Lightning won their second cup in franchise history. And I also just wanted to recap the NHL playoffs in general. Please welcome back to the show, Casey Wishart. Hey, David, what's up? Nothing much. What are you up to? You know, I'm just over here living the dream. It is awesome to live in Tampa, Florida right now because after 16 long, long, long years, we finally have what we have always wanted, which is one more cup. And by the way, where are all my Fire Cooper people at? Because not a single one of you are right, and all of you just look stupid right now for wishing he'd be fired. He just won us a cup. His strategic genius mind has won us a Stanley freaking cup. So yeah, keep on. Let's fire the guy that just only won us our second cup in franchise history. But that's besides the point. Go boys in blue. I am so happy right now. Yeah, I can see why after what happened last year with the redemption oh. story. Oh yeah, that was, I think, and you tell me, I think historically that could be one of the most amazing redemption stories of all time because we made history by being the first team to ever win the President's Trophy and get swept in the first round. Yeah, that was historically on record the first time that ever happened. And now this year, what redemption? We turn around and we win the whole thing. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Yeah, Drake said it best. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, given that those guys are Canadian, like from Drake's hometown of Toronto. And I know one of the things that um they had linked another redemption story because I know John Cooper had a UVA basketball hat on at some point during the series. I saw an interview that he did where he said he didn't really follow college basketball a whole lot, but it was similar to their story because in the 2018 March Madness tournament, they lost in the first round to the 16th seed, which had never happened before. They were the number one overall seed in the tournament, and they choked to a 16th seed, which is something that had never happened before in NCAA tournament history. And they came back the next year to win the national championship. So it's kind of a similar story, but I just think that's super cool that they have those situations. One of the best things about covering sports, just the stories like that. Oh yeah, it's everything so unpredictable, but it's so magical at the same time. I think college basketball and pro hockey are definitely two sports that I think are just, they're so magical. Anything can happen at any given moment. Yeah, especially like, in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, those those sports are so crazy and how it, they're one way during the regular season, but they literally gear up and they turn into a completely different team come playoffs. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Like, most teams do. Yeah, that's true. You know, there are some sports where, like, that. I feel like the NBA is pretty predictable. I mean, the NFL, barring injuries, can be pretty predictable on any given Sunday. I mean, there's some obvious ones that are just stuff goes the wrong way, but... Right, like Saquon is a walking, talking injury. Hate to burst somebody's bubble there, but... I mean, it's guaranteed that guy's getting hurt every season at some point. Like, when I saw they tore his ACL, like... Not surprised. Who's surprised? Like, Saquon's either lit or hurt. Like, there's no middle ground. I mean, the one that I'm kind of, like, wondering is CMC, Christian McCaffrey. He's really young to be busted up now, but do you think he's another one that he's wicked talented? He's been in the league for longer than most people. Young and he's young. He's like 24, 25. Not to mention, I mean, I hope this doesn't become a domino effect where like he becomes another one that is constantly hurt. Like he plays so hard that 
he's almost reckless. Like, I hope he doesn't turn into one of those players, but I see a lot of similarities with him and Saquon in that sense. Yeah, definitely. Plus, he's taking a bunch of the workload for the Carolina Panthers because I don't know if they really have a second running back that, well, obviously, he's the best running back on the roster, but... He's the best running back in the NFL, period. I mean, if you're Teddy Bridgewater and you're new to the NFL, I mean, you're spoiled rotten with him, but... Yet again, like Christian can't do all the work, but I guess he's going to do this season. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully he comes back in a couple weeks because I picked him up in fantasy. Thankfully over Saquon, who's out for the rest of the year. So we'll see how that turns out if his injury comes back in a couple weeks. But first off, what what did you think of the playoffs? Like how they went in general? It was a different kind of playoff series. I think we can all agree on that one. But overall, there were a lot of wrong predictions, not just ours, but a lot of people that I know had the Colorado Avalanche and the Tampa Bay Lightning in the cup. But I'm very shocked at the Avalanche. I thought for sure they would be doing it. But anyway, I'm not surprised by the way a lot of it happened. Like, I'm, sh- I'm not just biased, but the Lightning were definitely the best team in the East. Like I thought for sure be either the Lightning or the Bruins going. And I, a lot of Boston fans have been really mean lately about how, oh, without Tuca, they wouldn't have done it. Oh, yeah. Like, they can't get past Tuca Rask. Well, bottom line is the Lightning have gotten past Tuca Rask a few times. Yeah. With Tuca, it probably would have been a different kind of series. And despite my love for the Lightning, I think it could have easily come down to who would have wanted that more. And I'm also kind of surprised about the Philadelphia Flyers. They pretty much choked with the Islanders. Like, even though after watching that series, the Islanders are definitely the better the scrappier team. team. Yeah. They're definitely the better team there. Like, I think the Flyers do have the Selkie Trophy winner, Sean mm-hmm. Courier, but at the same time, I just think the Islanders have a lot more depth. Like, even though I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of him, like, they have an Anders Lee that is literally breaking people in half. They have Matt Barzell going in and out of holes. They have Anthony Beauvillier who just shoots, 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 and shoots. And, I mean, Brock Nelson is, he's just there, but he's yeah. also, he's a key player to that team. Mm-hmm. And I think Islanders had a lot more depth while Philly had more talent. Yeah. And and hockey. Depth is what's going to win you games. Depth will win you championships in playoff hockey. And I I think that's why I'm not surprised that the Islanders took that. And and when the Islanders played the Lightning, not going to lie, that was a nail biter. There were a few moments when I thought for sure the Islanders and my buddy Barry Trotz would creep up on the lightning and just get them and they're going to the cup i had a few moments where i was looking at my mom like mom the islanders are gonna go to the cup and win and she's like casey shut up and then i was because you and me are wrong so much david i continue to cheer for the other team yeah I thought the playoffs went pretty well. I mean, regardless of them not having any fans, like it was still really exciting hockey to watch for sure. Granted, my team got knocked out in the first round, but you know, it was still fun to watch and like still enjoyed watching it every other night. Oh yeah. I mean, I was, I don't know what to do with myself now besides rest and like calm my nerves down, but get your heart rate back down to uh normal. Yeah, get a normal heart right there, kid. Or go to your primary care, Casey. So what were you doing during game six? And then, like, what was your going through your mind at that as time was running down on that game? Honestly, as time was coming down, like, I was actually, I was in a bar called Hat Tricks in Tampa. For those of you listening, if you're ever in the Tampa area, those are the best wings in town. And I was basically at Hat Tricks. And a few times I was nervous. I mean, I didn't think at all that we would actually, like, shut them out. Yeah. In the 
snip that is what shocked me. But as those last couple seconds were coming down, I just started crying. And the whole bar, where there was no social distancing, the whole bar was roaring. Beer was flying everywhere. People were like on the bar, on tables, just roaring, throwing things. Like fans are crying. The thing is, Hat Tricks is down the street from Amelie Arena where the Lightning play. Mm-hmm. And we went down to what we call Thunder Alley, which is just the tunnel. Mm-hmm. And we literally had another big old party. People were like on each other's shoulders, screaming, let's go lightning, like all kinds of things, like yelling things like Dallas sucks. Yeah. Like we were doing all kinds of stuff. Like we were calling the Dallas players names, which I know that's not classy, but we were just so, so, so happy. And you know what I'm even happier about than a championship, David? What? That Victor Hedman got redemption for being robbed of the Norris Trophy. I'm, if I were Victor Hedman, I'd so much rather have a Con Smythe than a Norris Trophy. I mean, how cool to be a back-to-back Norris Trophy winner. I've got a Con Smythe. I'm cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> and Vazzy, what Vasilevsky was robbed of the Vesna. Maybe. Yeah. Robbed. He, he, he played very well in the playoffs. I can't. Robbed. Argue. That's what he was. Robbed! Can you tell I'm really happy about him not getting the Vesna? I can tell clearly. I might just go yell at the NHL commissioner for that one. Yeah, I go you knock on Gary Bettman's house like, hey, you screwed this up. Like, Don't put it past me. <laughs> I won't. You went to the boat parade as well. Like, how was that? Just- so I was actually working. We held our radio show at a little bar called the Sail Pavilion in Tampa, which another place. It's so cute in Tampa. Like, it's just on the water. Got a great view. It's walking distance to Amelie Arena. So if you guys are ever in Tampa and want to catch a lightning game, that is a great place to go pregame. They mix their margaritas with a little bit of something carbonated, so they go down even quicker. And Lord knows you cannot watch a lightning game and not drink or any hockey game but so oh yeah that boat parade and Alex Kalorn pulled up on his jet ski and Stamkos was on the back of his jet ski holding the cup up like and yelling yeah oh that's awesome that's crazy oh it was so fun like there were about I think three to four players on each boat mm-hmm. and they were literally throwing beer cans into the crowd <laughs> Jeez, hockey players are nuts. Oh, yeah. Nikita Kucherov was having the time of his life. Oh, I bet. I mean, but the thing is, Nikita Kucherov, he's number 86 and probably the best player on the Lightning. Mm -hmm. He's the most serious and the most, like, high-strung Russian that you could ever imagine. Like, I mean, this guy doesn't even crack a smile. And, I mean, this guy is, like, on the boat dancing, shotgunning beers. Like, people threw a beer at him, and he catches it, and he drank it like a Gronkowski. Afterwards, they had a celebration at Raymond James Stadium where the Bucks play. Pat Maroon pulled his shirt off before his speech and put a fedora on. That's great. He's just walking out there, and he's dropping F-bombs in his speech. He's saying, like, all kinds of bad words. And all I get from fans is, like, he's trashed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never seen a team or a group of people so obliterated in my life, but it was the best kind of obliterated. And at the end of the day, the city of Tampa's new saying, if Koosh getting lit, we all getting lit. That's hilarious. <laughs> in Tampa no no if Kush getting lit we all getting lit only because he's just so I think even the players were like who is this guy yeah sounds like another bender thrown two years ago when another Russian won the cup that, that, that was another bender that was absolutely insane oh yeah 
when them swimming in the fountain in DC. Yeah. You saw videos of that, right? Yeah, that was absolutely that was hilarious. Oh but, yeah. Like Pat Maroon's walking around shirtless and barefoot, like with his sunglasses on in the dark. That's awesome. Like Pat Maroon is Florida man that night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the infamous Florida man. Yeah, that's very true. I feel like Stanley Cup celebrations are unlike any other in sports. I feel like they're the most wild. But, I mean, I don't think the Blues did a whole lot last year when they won. I didn't hear of anything ridiculously crazy, but I know Caps won was ridiculous and then the Lightning, obviously, as well. Well, I think St. Louis's win was probably just a little more sweet. That, in particular, didn't really strike me as a bunch of party boys were like, come on, you're going to tell me Tom Wilson's not, like, in his liver after the Stanley Cup? You're going to tell me these Lightning boys like i've seen a couple of them out i won't name names but you're gonna tell me alex Kalorn isn't like drinking beer left and right after yeah. winning the cup you're yeah. gonna tell me that these men are not raging doing keg stands out of the stanley cup oh don't put it past the lightning they're crazy i mean obi did it so who knows i think the nhl came out and said something about not to do that after they saw him doing it but i don't think that'll stop anybody tone, at this point way to set the tone ovechkin right what fun are you you ruin everything do you know if the players have been like throwing or do you know if the players have been like out and doing a lot of stuff with the cup? I know with COVID. I mean, I don't know how much Florida is. Florida's opened up completely. Florida's opened up completely. Okay. So yeah, currently the cup is at a restaurant in Tampa and I swear to God, it's really called this. It's at a restaurant called Meat Market. Interesting. Yeah. It's the name of the, look it up. It's called Meat Market Tampa. And that is currently where the cup is. For those of you listening, I mean, it's probably too late now, but that's where the cup is. It seems like Tampa is the place to be sports-wise right now. The Lightning obviously just won the cup like we've talked about. The Bucks are in first place in the NFC South. I mean, that division's kind of a joke, but they're still in first place. And the Rays are in the ALDS against the Yankees right now. Or that series is starting next week. Yeah, they're in, ca- they're in the MLB bubble now, and all of them are in California. So what's the vibe been like just being a media personality in Tampa, you know, around the sports world? Absolutely incredible. I mean, there's no social distancing here. Everybody's just so excited. I mean, I haven't been anywhere that the vibe isn't still go bolts and like driving in the car. If you have any lightning yeah. gear in the car, you're getting honked at and everybody's rolling windows down. Go bolts. Like mm-hmm. we're like an NC school for hockey. We have a billboard on our main strip, Howard Avenue, where all the bars are. It says, Hey Alexa, play gravy train. Oh, that's great. Oh, it's awesome. But it's crazy. You don't think of, you know, Tampa's in the South, but they definitely are a hockey town. That would then be oh, a yeah, Southern market. Steven Stamkos, our captain said his exact words. I don't give a what anyone says tampa is the best hockey town there is and my mom that's my mom's most favorite player ever and my mom was even like oh my gosh steven have another one that's crazy that he i mean what was his injury oh shoot that's crazy that he came in and scored and like even he was in for like a couple minutes he still ripped a goal oh yeah well leave it to stammer stammer can literally do that stuff with his eyes closed yeah that's true okay steven stamkos is definitely one of the best hockey players to ever do it like people argue with me because they just don't think he's as good as like others but i'm just over here like watch him play and you don't have an argument if you try to tell me he is not one of the best power play players in the league if not the best power play shooter in the yeah. NHL. He 100% is. Yeah, he's up there for sure. And it was one of the funny things about this cup was it's a battle of the Sunbelt teams. You got a team from Florida and a team from Texas going at it for the Stanley Cup. Oh, yeah. like, who would have thought, you know? But. I would have thunk it. 
who would have thunk it? But here we are. Now let's go into what we originally had for predictions, kind of see where what actually did happen. So Casey, for the cup final, you said Tampa and Colorado. Obviously, you got that right with Tampa. And then I said Washington versus Colorado. Uh, not so much luck on my part, but um, you did get the cup champ right, so that was good on your part. Did you think at the beginning of it that they had a good chance to win it all, or what? It, you know, what were you thinking at the beginning? had a chance, but there were some teams that scared me. Like, honestly, Vegas gave me the weeby jeebies. Colorado gave me the weeby jeebies. Like, the whole Western Conference final scared yeah. the heck out of me. Because, like, they just seemed like so, like, we're, but then yet again, I mean, I'm just a biased Lightning fan. Yeah. The Lightning did out-aggressive a lot of teams. Like, the Eastern Conference didn't really scare me. Like, the Islanders did, but once I saw the Capitals leave, the Flyers leave and Boston get out. Like once those were eliminated, I didn't think for a minute we were going to have a problem with really anybody else. Plus it's a playoffs where they had stopped for about four to five months and then started oh, yeah. again. So who knows, like, you know, anything's possible. You know, you don't know what teams, you know, if they're not in shape or they're not playing well or, you know, just got to get that rust off. Cause obviously they, I mean, they did have a training camp and stuff like that for a couple of weeks right. before heading to their bubbles, but it's still, and at the time that we did our predictions, it was in the qualifier rounds. Like I think a game or two had been played, but we predicted the qualifying rounds, which was even before the first round of the playoffs technically. So we had in the Eastern Conference, a series with Pittsburgh Penguins versus the Canadians. And the Canadians actually ended up taking out the Penguins in four games, I believe it was. Yeah, I think it was four. It was four. That's definitely something that did not see coming. So I know both you and I picked the Penguins, never picked against them. So. Well, because you can't really count Sidney Crosby out. No. But here, hey, he went home. Oh, well. Too bad, so sad. But not really. Poor guy. Um, Hurricanes and the Rangers was another one. I believe the Hurricanes won that first series. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was another good series. I think we both picked the Hurricanes in that one because they, they were the better team. Yeah, I think I did too. Definitely the better team. The Islanders and Panthers definitely both picked the Islanders. Yeah, the Panthers, I don't even know how the Panthers got there. Like, yeah. The Panthers to me are just they're just not a good hockey team to me. Definitely. Especially with being an in state I mean, they're not really a rival, but like they're an in state. They are in state rival, but we it, Florida's a big state. Like Yeah, that's true. Like one's like Central Florida, like Tampa Central Florida, like the Panthers play in Fort Lauderdale, which yeah. is like Miami, way south. Yeah. It's like what, four or five hours from you? If you're gonna drive, it's like a thirty to forty five minute flight. Okay. And then the last one for the Eastern Conference was the Maple Leafs and Blue Jackets, and that was one heck of a series. That, that was one heck of a series. That won five games. I think we both did end up picking Columbus, but that was we knew that was gonna be a nail nail biter, and that did end up going five games. Um, cause these were all best of five for these oh, yeah. series. The Columbus Blue Jackets just gave me the weeby jeebies. I wanted anybody but them. How many games did it take to beat them this time? Six, five? I think it went five. Yeah. I, I think those only went five. That's what I'm thinking too. Well, they had that first game that was basically two and a half, that five overtime game. But right. that, that game was nuts in and itself. But yeah, trust me. And then in the Western Conference, another upset that did not see coming was the Oilers and the Blackhawks. And I know the Blackhawks beat out the Edmonton Oilers, which didn't see that one coming. But, uh, you know, I'm shocked about the Oilers only because they just had like when Colby Cave passed away, they were just all kinds of we're going to play for Colby. Like, 
I just thought they'd come out with a lot more energy, maybe just a lot more aggression. Like I would just think they'd be a lot more hype, but mm-hmm. the Oilers did not deliver, but they're they're another one of those teams. If Connor McDavid doesn't do everything, they really aren't going to do anything. Like McDavid does everything, nobody else does everybody else does nothing and yeah. I mean, they got Drysidle too, but yeah. But I mean, Connor McDavid's the best hockey. Or I don't even think he is the best. I truly don't. Uh, that might no. be for another day. But I don't think Connor McDavid's the best hockey player in the league. It means one of them, but you can only do so much as one person. Right. I mean, I think it all kind of depends. Like hockey is definitely a team dynamic. Like Connor McDavid wouldn't be squat as a defenseman, but he's just too small to be a defenseman. That's true. Yeah, he's tall and skinny. Very true. And then. Predators and Coyotes was another one that did not see coming. Oh, I know. Didn't see that one shocked me. Especially, you don't think of Arizona as a playoff hockey team. I mean, Nashville either, though. Like, it's just the Sundall states some more. Yeah, that's true. Nashville's been good for a while, though. I mean, they went to the cup a couple years ago against Pittsburgh. I mean, they didn't. All right. a little bit about the Nashville Predators. Roman Yossi is not a better defenseman than Victor Hedman. He's just not. Victor Hedman was robbed of the Norris Trophy. I think, why not take home two, three items of hardware? Yeah. But Roman Yossi's not a better defenseman than Victor Hedman. Changed my mind. Someone's not salty at all about that. <laughs> just a little bit. Um... Canucks and the Wild. I know that Canucks won that series. Didn't see that one coming either. Oh, I was shocked. Yeah. Because the Minnesota Wild were playing like crazy. They play like crazy people. I know. The Canucks made it to the second round, right? I think just about. Or no, the Canucks lost to Vegas. Yeah, in the second round. Because I know they were a shock. I was like, wait, they're still around? Vegas is definitely the better hockey team. Like, I could not deny Oh, that. yeah. Vegas is, has a lot more depth than the Canucks. The Canucks were the Cinderella team, but yeah. Vegas is definitely the better hockey team at the end of the day. Oh, for sure. How many games did that series go to? I think it was like seven. Se- seven, seven? Yeah, teams were wow. exhausted. Wow, like, they almost I, made the conference finals. It would have been them in Dallas, right? Yeah, they, I mean, oh, Dallas would have mopped the floor with the Canucks. Yeah, that's true. I don't like the Dallas Stars, don't get me wrong. And I, I never was a Stars fan. I could... I just yeah. don't really like the way they are as a team. Like their culture, like you can kind of tell they're they're a team full of very like big egos. Yeah. Big personalities, huge egos, and I'm just not crazy about their team dynamics, but as a from a hockey analytical standpoint, oh, the Dallas Stars would have mopped the floor with the Canucks. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's true though. And the yeah. Lightning. Oh God bless them. If the Canucks would have been the finalist, I mean the Lightning would have just killed them. Windows with them. Yeah. T- clean the windows with them and throwing them out into the dumpster. Oh yeah. Clean the windows, let alone mop the floor. All right. And then last one was the Flames versus the Winnipeg Jets. The Flames that won that one. That Winnipeg Jets goalie won the freaking Vesna. Yeah. I'm not upset, I swear. No, not at all. Not mad about that, David. No, I can tell. I mean, that's one of those instances where I don't know a ton about either. I didn't know a ton about either of those teams going in just with them being in the Western Conference and playing up in Canada, but... I'm shocked because I think the Winnipeg Jets just have that great goalie. I knew they were not cup contenders. Like, they didn't have... They don't have what it takes, but neither of those teams have what it takes. Like, I knew both teams are quick. Yeah. All right. And then get into some award winners, which we've kind of already talked about a little bit. For the Hart Trophy, the three finalists were Leon Dreisaitl, Nathan McKinnon, 
and Artemi Panarin and Leon Draisaitl ended up taking the Hart Trophy. I don't know a lot about those players as yeah. individual, so I can't really like voice an opinion on that. Yeah, me neither. I mean, I know that I'm surprised McKinnon didn't win it just because I know he's he pl- McKinnon, he was yeah. on a tear in the playoffs. He didn't play well in the playoffs. I, mean, I he didn't play the way like I'm going to be honest. He's a great hockey player. But he's he's one more that like he's just not he doesn't have a lot of depth around him. He's yeah. a guy. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, not that I'm just biased or anything, but like where the Lightning have a couple of those guys on their team. Yeah. All right. Norris Trophy. There is John Carlson of the Capitals who came in second in the voting. Uh, Roman Yossi of the National Predators and. Con Smythe trophy winner Victor Hedman. I'm happy he got the Con Smythe. I'd rather him have that than the Norris, but okay, Victor Hedman is a better defenseman than both of those players. John Carlson is as great, but and I think that's where I'm a little biased, but yeah. I'm sorry, Roman Yossi did not need to win the Norris trophy. Like, that was kind of, that's a scam. I mean, they're all great defensemen, but Absolutely. I didn't say Roman Yossi's a terrible hockey player i just said victor hedman's the best defenseman in the world but um i mean it all comes down to i feel like making an impact on your team too because i know i mean obviously the lightning made it the cup and won it and i feel like he had a bigger impact on the lightning than i mean the predators didn't even make it out of the qualifying round and that kind of sums it up yeah and i mean David, I'll be honest with you. Victor Hedman has won the Norris a few times. So, like, it might be time for someone else. Like, and I respect that. Yeah. But I think Roman Yossi's a better defenseman than... I think Victor Hedman should get... 10 consecutive Norris trophies. The situation is kind of similar with like a Tom Brady type player who might be the best player in the league each year, but he might not necessarily get the MVP. I mean, I know he has a couple of MVPs, but they're... they're It can be time. Exactly. Or even like with like LeBron James in the NBA, like he could be the best player in the league, but he might not necessarily win the MVP for that year. And then for the Vesnia Trophy, there was Tuukka Rask for the Boston Bruins, Connor Hellebuck from the Winnipeg Jets, who ended up winning it, and Andre Vasilevsky from the Tampa Bay Lightning. I never would have expected Connor Hellebuck. Period. Especially no. Tuka and Vasilevsky. Like, I am just shocked that anybody but them would win it. Yeah. I'm not biased, I swear. Vasilevsky no. is the best goalie in the world, let alone just the league, in the whole wide world. He's one of them, for sure. I think Andre Vasilevsky could be a GOAT. Like, he could truly be one of the greatest of all time. Like, after, give him all a couple of years. Yeah. I think Vasi is definitely a GOAT. How long has he been in the league for? now five years i remember when he made the team it was just and i remember everybody in tampa was just up in arms because we kept vassy and traded up everyone was just so up in arms oh i remember that and i mean everyone was out of their minds but who's complaining where is Ben Bishop now is he but he was on okay that's what i thought okay i was like ironically going up against and i personally Kadobin. Yeah. Oh, he played great. Yeah. I mean, he's a small goalie, like a really small goalie. But mm-hmm. one of those things, like, I'm not really, I think Kadobin would have outperformed Ben Bishop because, like, after a while, like, I don't think Ben Bishop's really been playing to his potential. He's an older guy, too, isn't he? 30 plus. I mean, I know he's like in his, I think, mid 30s now. 
Yeah, I mean, as you get older, stuff's gonna start to go on you, especially oh, yeah. athletics wise. Except for yeah. three, but still going at age 43. Love to see that. That TB12 method. Yeah, exactly. It's all about pliability. Right, but TB12 method, there's nothing says that you can have margaritas or wine or tacos, so I don't want any part of it. And then for the coach of the year was John Tortorella of the Columbus Blue Jackets, Elaine Vigneault of the Flyers, and Bruce Cassidy of the Bruins who won it. I mean, they did get the President's Trophy for the regular yeah. season. So, I mean, these are these are regular season awards. So, it's kind of... I mean, they do have the talent on that squad where they should be a President's Trophy. Oh, yeah. Boston's a great hockey team. They're deeply crazy. Yeah, they are. Even though Dino Chara is about to go, bye bye Yeah, he's about to collapse because he's like in his 40s too. Mid-40s, I think. But you cannot play hockey in your mid-40s. Like, I'm sorry, you just can't. Or at least well on the professional level. I mean, he still played somewhat well in the playoffs, but I think he's got one more year. I think he might come back for like, I think he said he wants to come back if the Bruins would have him. So my guess is he'll do one more year and then retire. I don't know. We'll see. And then for the Selkie Trophy was Patrice Bergeron of the Bruins, who didn't win his fifth, which I'm kind of shocked about. Me too. But Sean Couturier of the Flyers, who won it, and Ryan O'Reilly of the Blues. I think Sean, the Flyers player, he deserved it. Yeah, for sure. I think he's a he's perfect for it. I mean, he plays his heart out. Yeah, Flyers were on a tear during the regular season, too. They were a very good team this year, so I'm not surprised to see him win that. Yeah, they, they did great. I mean, go and they little Oscar Lindblom beat cancer. Oh yeah, that was awesome to see yeah. him come and back play. in and play. Play and and play in the playoffs too. It's not like he was coming in for like an exhibition. I mean, he was in for game five or six against the Islanders in an elimination game for them. He played a good chunk of minutes too, which was awesome. All right, that covers the original predictions we had for the NHL. There are a couple of just other quick things. That going on in the sports world that we'll cover real quick. First off, actually coming back to hockey today, the Vegas Golden Knights released their alternate jerseys or their third jersey options. Have you seen it? Like, what do you think about it? I actually think they're really cool. I mean, I personally think I like the concept of a gold jersey, but that is not gold. Yeah, it's like a mustard color. That is spicy mustard. It's like something Dwight Schrute would wear. Yes. Correct. I just hope it's not like a prime jersey. I mean, their black and white ones are sick, but yeah, I love the color scheme of the Golden Knights. Like that, I think all those colors look really dope together. But I think they should have gotten a red jersey instead of that gold. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I like their I like their color scheme, but I've never been like I don't. I'm not a huge fan of that color for the the main color for the jersey. I mean, there aren't a ton of alternate jerseys that I'm a fan of. Like I'm a Caps fan. I'm not a huge fan of their alternate jersey personally. I mean, it's good with the colors and everything, but I'm just not a huge fan of it, but it is what it is, so. And then it also came out today that Patriots quarterback Cam Newton tested positive for COVID-19, which will delay the Patriots and Chiefs game till either Monday or Tuesday. And then also the game between the Tennessee Titans and the Pittsburgh Steelers, which was also supposed to go on for Sunday. Multiple players from the Titans organization tested positive for yep. COVID, so that game was postponed till October 25th. Do you think that 
this is going to be like a common thing around the league. Do you think like it's going to start affecting the NFL or? I think so. Yeah. I think this is going to be, I think the election's going to have to come and go. True. Like I personally think a lot of people don't agree with me on this, but I think it would just be perfectly appropriate to, in order to like, consistently play football they need to have a little more regulations like the nfl needs to have a version of the bubble yeah but i really do think bubbles are literally the only way to avoid covid even though i think it's very unrealistic and kind of i think it's kind of abusive like it's just a little wacky yeah to people to never leave their house but i mean that's true i mean covid got to the leader of the free world i mean he got to the president of the united states and he has the tightest ship of security or in the right. whole entire world like it got to donald trump it can get to anybody so it's not it's like david like, it's all it, like the flu is a virus a cold is a virus like even trump's case is very mild we don't know a lot about these other cases of these players yeah and at the end of the day i mean i understand trump is a elderly chubby guy but at the end of the day these nfl guys are they're healthy they're young COVID's not gonna kill them let them run their course and then bring them back like at the end of the day i mean it's just one more thing we're gonna have to live with trying to fight the coronavirus is the craziest logic i have ever heard in my life we'll see how that pans out with the rest of the season i have heard there are potentially talks about doing something for the playoffs but we'll some sort of bubble i mean i know that mlb is doing bubbles for the playoffs which is super smart um because it's only going to be probably like a month the mlb bubble i've it's i'm under the impression that they're allowed to bring their wives and their families into the bubble with them oh that's good at least right i mean i think that's good and bad at the same time because like i think to be testing all those people i mean do you really think when the wives all want to like be around each other like that's how you get covid and i don't think it's like the nhl bubble they didn't those people didn't see their families for two and three months yeah i mean i know at least at least if they're gonna do that they should have people like already you have to test negative before you enter the bubble yes that is true with all these false tests that come out a little i mean god knows it's just very iffy like yeah. I'm not completely convinced by a lot of things. Yeah, you're not wrong. But yeah, we'll see how these COVID cases end up affecting the MLB going forward and the NFL and the others and college football and all the other sports that are going on right now. All right, we'll get into we did. I know we did this last time, but I've got some different questions for you this time. Some rapid fire get to know you questions a little bit. And then so if there's one person you could have a meal with past or present, who would it be and why? All right. I mean, I'm just going to give the obvious answer here. It is definitely Rob Gronkowski of now the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because he's just a big, goofy guy that loves to have fun, loves to party. And I mean, what better kind of person to go have a meal with? Right. Oh, yeah, no doubt. If there's one person you want to party with, I feel like it would be him. Oh, absolutely. Or Koosh. Yeah. Yo soy fiesta. Favorite type of music? Like, what type of music are you listening to? Right now, I'm on a little bit of a country kick. Like, a lot of Kane Brown, a lot of Dan and Shay. When I was doing my workout today, I was really vibing to some Florida Georgia line. And, like, when you come to the South, like, you have got to party and, like, sing and dance everywhere to anything by Florida Georgia line, Luke Bryan, or Jason Aldean. That is some party music. Definitely. It's funny when, um... 
I feel like country music is good workout music. I mean, I know some people don't feel that way, but I mean, you either like it or you don't. But I know I've told this story before um, on the podcast, but when I was in Charlotte, we would be in the gym shooting different stuff of the players working out and they would always listen to like heavy rap. I'm talking like Migos, like Drake, baby, whatever. And then go into the gym one day and it's on a Wednesday and there's they're playing Florida Georgia line. And I'm like, wait, what the heck's going on? Like I went North Carolina. Exactly. And there was there's a thing in the NBA called White Guy Wednesday where if yeah, one of the guys, he's a center for the Hornets, Cody Zeller. He's a big country music fan. And there's a rule. I don't know if it's, a, I think it's a league-wide thing. I don't know if it's, it's still around, but he loves country music. So if there's a white guy in the gym or wherever on a Wednesday, they get to pick the music for whatever is going on. So there's these huge, I mean, these guys are huge. Like, I mean, they're a pro- professional athlete and they're just pumping iron to Florida, Georgia line. And I thought that was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Like, hey, Florida Georgia line is a great choice. Like, after seeing them lift to heavy rap music for a while, that was just something that was hilarious. But so, what's one thing on your bucket list that you want to do slash accomplish? Ah, bucket list item. It's definitely travel to Europe, and I want to visit all the countries like Italy, France, Spain. Like, I definitely want to go over to Europe of some sort. Yeah. But I don't really, I'd have to do some research on where exactly I need to go in Europe because I only know those three places. It's a beautiful place. All those oh, I, are. So what's a hobby that you have, or like, what do you like to do when you're not working? Definitely a big health and fitness person. Absolutely love me some hot yoga and to get my cardio in some indoor cycle. I highly recommend Soul Cycle. Sweet. It's a good way to stay in shape, stay healthy and pass time um, as well. Oh, first of all, considering how much I love to eat. So you go to a deserted island and you can only take three things with you what are they and why okay three things on a deserted island okay it's absolutely i must bring my laptop because how else am i gonna watch the office in two and a half men yeah that's true i would also bring a gallon jug of water because lord knows i need to stay hydrated and then uh, definitely some self-tanner yeah sounds like a good day on a beach honestly yeah i mean i'm on a deserted island i mean and i'm thinking like what do i need like my laptop water and my oil <laughs> exactly yeah, what I exactly are you a morning or a night person i am awful in the morning yeah i'm not a morning person either but i mean i can if i have to be but like, if there's something fun going on but working up waking up for work at four is no that's not my favorite thing to do in the world if you were gonna live some other place besides florida where would it be oh good question i am probably thinking i'd probably want to go live in like tennessee maybe nashville area yeah that's a beautiful area also, I mean, I really, for a lot of reasons, don't want to move out west, but I'm really, I'm open to anything. Just show me the money. Yeah, exactly. Money talks. So wherever the, wherever a job opening is. Oh yeah. Even Texas is a cool place that I'd like to live. Oh yeah. Texas sounds like a fun place to live for sure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Everything's bigger in Texas. Not always. Not the Stanley Cup, but you know. No, not the Stanley or the football, or the football team. No, but all right. Um, what's your favorite color? My favorite color is blue. Like the lightning blue? Yes, cobalt. What's one thing you cannot live without? Ooh, what can I not live without? Ooh, that's a good question, David. I'd hate to be such a millennial, but it's definitely my cell phone. Yeah. Like my whole life is on my phone. You just do so much with them that you, you don't realize till they're 
either broken or not available and then you're like oh no like what am i gonna do and then last one if someone made a movie about your life who would you want to play yourself Ooh, who do i want to play me in a movie that is a good question considering how i okay i'll stop right there uh i'm just gonna go ahead and say it it would be camille caustic that's what i was thinking yeah it would 100 percent be her like i think she can match my energy or i can match hers yeah that would be, I mean, be something to see for sure I could my personality best of any like actor, actress, like even if she's just a model, but which yeah, she's just a model. She's a sports illustrated cover girl, but she's not a but I mean I think she could be. Like yeah. show her the money, like show her the contracts. I'm sure she yeah. loves me in a movie yeah right so i think that's gonna wrap it up hey casey i already know that we did this last time that i had you on but do you still want to throw out your social media if people didn't listen to the last episode if they want to connect with you to talk more about just tampa the lightning or sports in general all right for those of you that would like to either a get in touch with me or b just keep up with me you can follow me on instagram at underscore K-A-S-E-Y-W-I-S-H-A-R-T underscore. You can also follow me on Twitter at Casey Wishart one And other than that, like you can just keep up with my YouTube channels. Just type in my name. And I mean, if you really want to friend me on Facebook, I would, I you know, I'd like my other ones better, but you can find me at Casey Wishart that, and that's pretty much it. I mean, I don't really use anything else. I just like to watch TikTok, but I'm really not that much fun on TikTok. Yeah. TikTok, it's a uh, great way to waste time. I've seen it as a great time waster. There you go. I don't, under- David, I don't get those people that they literally like make tiktoks all day like i just it hurts me to know that people do that for a living people can make good money doing it too and ray is richer than you and i will ever be yeah it's like the kardashians don't do much and just make money for they just date rich guys and marry them and divorce them and cry about everything except kendall and kylie yeah they're real yeah that's true well casey thanks for coming on the show today i really enjoyed talking to you uh hopefully we can have you on the have you on the show again at some point soon oh of course it was a pleasure Thank you guys again for tuning into the podcast. I really do appreciate it. Be sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it on. It really helps with the ratings and I really do appreciate it. Every rating helps a ton. Be sure to follow the podcast on all of its social media for the most up-to-date information and content regarding the podcast. Be sure to tune into the next episode. I've got some exciting stuff planned and I can't wait for you guys to hear more about it. Sorry for not having an episode last week. I had an interview planned, but it fell through. And I get that stuff like that happens. People are busy, especially in the sports world. Um, But I do have some stuff coming that is very exciting and I can't wait to share more about it with you guys if you want to connect with casey reach out to her on twitter or instagram and i will link all of her socials in the show description if you want to check out any of her social media and i hope you guys have a great week and i'll see you next time for another exciting episode